Good morning, my fellow Africans and the world at large. This is Emmanuel Kwejomeza once again coming into your homes and your minds with a message of empowerment and enlightenment all the way from Ontario, Canada. Today is the 29th of July in the year 2022 and the Bible says this is the day the Lord has made. We should rejoice and be glad in it. And for that matter, I take this opportunity to invite the whole world, any man or woman listening to me or hearing my voice, to join me to give thanks to God for the day that he has granted unto us. And life in general, life is beautiful, life is wonderful, life is glorious, life is God himself flowing through all things, including mankind. Today, I am going to speak to you on the topic, Know Your Role in the Arrangement of Things in the Universe. I repeat, Know Your Role in the Arrangement of Things in the Universe. To many or to the majority of mankind, if not all, the human being is a victim of circumstances. We are here and we have no part to play in the arrangement of things, but we are only to be there to be buffeted by difficulties, challenges, situations which we have no place or we have no role in creating. But today, I am going to explain to you, you as a human being, who you are, and what the role that you play in the arrangement of things. The, the fundamental truth that has been hidden to men and women, particularly those of us on the African continent, is a truth that a man or woman creates his or her own reality. You create your own reality. And this is done by your nature, by the virtue of your nature, or by the powers that God has granted unto every human being. We are creative beings. We are creatures that have the ability to create. And that is what we call your creativity. You have your creative faculty. And therefore, by the power of this faculty, whatever thing that you put your mind on, good or bad, will be created in your life. And so you are not just like an object passing through the universe or the world who had that such that you do not have any part to play in the things that comes to you. You are more than that. And therefore, we have the ability to change the course of our life. We have the ability to reinvent our life. We have the ability to ruin our life at the same time. And so when you look into, the, uh, into nature or whatever God has created, the human being is the only creature that has the ability to change his or her own circumstances because we have the power. We have been given the right. And that is why in the Bible, the book of Genesis tells us that we are told that we have uh, we've been given the power and dominion over all things. And that is the truth of life. So you are not a victim, but you are the creator of your own circumstances. And it is done by the powers that you have. You are a creative being. You are a creature that has the ability to create. 
and it is done by your thoughts. The power of thought is very real. And when we become awakened to this, then we begin to take our rightful place in life. And so today, I am here to announce to you that every human being, we, are, we came into this world at a default state. God created us whatever he wants us to be. If you are a black person, that is what God has made you. If you are a white person, that is what God has made you. If you are an Asian, that is what God has made you. If you are Latino, if you are what and what and what, that is what God has made you. That is your default state in this world. You cannot do anything about it. You have no you did, you did not actually even have a part to play in the choice of your skin color, the choice of where you were you you'll be born to or you were born to, the people that you were born to or you'll be born to, but it is given to you by God or nature as it desires or as it wished or wishes. And so that is how every man or woman we have we find ourselves here. But on top of that, the creative or the creative faculty which was given to us was given to us for us to be able to reinvent to make our life meaningful to make our life to make our life beautiful to make our life enjoyable and therefore the only way that you can move yourself from the default state to another level is by exercising your creative faculty or your creative powers, the powers that you have been endowed with. And so any group of people that have not been able to do this reduces themselves to the level of the lower animal. It is only the animals, the plants, all other things live by the default state as they came into this world. The goats, the sheep, they don't do anything to their lives. But we do. We know how to shape. We know how to wash ourselves. We do all these things. It is because of the powers that we've been given. And we are able to do this. We are able to create things to be able to do all the things that we do to make our life meaningful and comfortable by using our creative faculties. So the creativity of the human being is the creativity of God that has been given to us. And therefore, the abuse of it or the, the, the abandon of it brings life that is very wretched, underdeveloped, and all sorts. So as a human being, your role in the universe or in the creative order is to create and it is by using your creative power, your mind. And as you use your mind to generate ideas, as you use your mind to create things, it becomes a reality in your life. All ideas, everything will be supplied to you by the greater power that we are all made of, such that you will, re you, you will move yourself from one level to the other. And so today, I am going to invoke the words of one of the great black people that ever lived, and that is Marcus Garvey. Marcus Garvey actually spoke directly to what I'm actually putting across today. And as someone 
whom we are walking in his own footsteps, it is befitting and it is more of respect to invoke his words as part of my uh, presentation today. And so today, according to uh, Marcus Gavi, God and nature first made us what we are. And then, out of our own creative genius, we make ourselves what we want to be. I repeat, God and nature first made us what we, what we are. And then, out of our own creative genius, we make ourselves what we want to be. These are the words of the son of the black man and woman, the son of Africa, even though he found himself in the diaspora, and he is saying it in, in its plain language, or he said it in its plain language, that God and man first made us what we are. Why, and whatever you find yourself, wherever you find yourself, whatever you find yourself to be, that is your default state. You have legs, you have, you have uh, arms, you have this, you have that, you have that. You were born onto a plot of land or a place called Ghana, a place called uh, Zimbabwe, a place called Nigeria, a place called Tanzania, Uganda. That is your default state. That is where you find yourself. And then, by the arrangement in the universe and for the fact that you are already given the powers to make yourself or to improve upon where you are in your life, you use your creative genius to create what you want to be. And so the words of Marcus Gavi are eternal. And so when we take our lives, it is not possible for other people to make us developed. It is not possible for other people to make us what we want to be because you are more than that. The human being is not an object that things could be imposed upon him or her. The human being is not an animal, that a lower animal, that things could be done for him or her. But we are creative beings that we have to create things for ourselves to improve our lives. That is the fact. That is the truth of life. And so any group of people that are not using their faculty, their creative faculties, remained underdeveloped, remained impoverished. And that is the distinction, that, or that is what divides us from, or that is the division between us and all other people. So you will see that someone who is doing all, who is making every effort to improve his life, he tried all other things, he's using his uh, creative faculties, and he's able to create this and that and that. And life becomes meaningful. And those that are not doing that sit down and they cry. And that is Africans where we always sit down and cry that we are not being able to do this on that and that. But the fact is that God created all human beings the same. God, regardless of the color, forget about the color. We are all the same. God created us the same. And he has given us the power, the ability to transform our lives. The only thing that makes the difference is, though, is the ability to use the mind or the inability to use the mind or the, the, the wisdom and the understanding to use the mind for one's to one's advantage on, and on the other hand, the inability to use one's mind or 
yeah, the lack of understanding, the lack of understanding and the wisdom of how to use one's mind to transform his own life. And it all comes down to the truth that you have to be enlightened to the powers that you have. You have to be awakened to the powers that you are. You have, and once you know the powers that you have, that you are a creative being loaded with everything that you need. And therefore, you rise up and create a life that is more beautiful and wonderful. And so, today, I am here to announce to you, my fellow Africans, that this is the time that we have to rise up to use our creative faculties. When I talk of creativity, there is a difference between creativity and intellectuality. Intellectuality is about reading or chewing poor. Intellect, just, I mean, following some basic principles. So when someone is a mathematician, the person is considered as intellectual. But as a matter of fact, a mathematician is always following a certain definite or certain rules or definite rules or laws that he uses to create things. If he goes out of these formulas, he cannot do anything. That is intellectuality. If you talk of a politician, if you talk of a historian, the person only talks of only his area. So intellectuality is more is, is limited. It's limited. But when we talk of creativity, creativity is general. The ability, the mind has no limit. And therefore, people who use their minds and use it to look at things from different angles, allow the mind to give them ideas and they implement it. They are people who are called creative geniuses. They use their minds and therefore he, the person has no limit. He can look at things and depend upon whatever he is feeling and go on to create it. So creativity it's not something that we acquired. That is another area where intellectuality and creativity is different. Intellectuality, we, we actually learn it, we acquire it from here. They take us to school, then we are taught how to do all these things by using our minds. But creativity is something that is born, we are born with, it's an inborn faculty or uh, ability. So, a man that has has gone through the academic uh, ladder is able to create things just as the man that who has never even entered the classroom. And so creativity is totally different. And if we are to look for anything that will set us free, then it is about reusing our creative faculties, but not intellectual faculties. Intellectual faculties helps. It is, it is also important but one must be used when it comes to the improvement of our life. So when it comes to uh, the creation or create uh, the creation of things, intellectuality doesn't actually matter. It is the creative, uh, the creativity of the human being that matters. And so today, if you look at our continent, Africa, we are called underdeveloped. We are called third world countries. And as a matter of fact, our own life depicts that. Everything appears not to be going through, going the way we want it. 
So what is missing in our life? Now we have more of the academic people, intellectual men and women, who can speak, who can read, who can actually do a lot of things as far as it has to do with intellectuality. But we are not able to create it. We are not able to do it. So what we are missing here is the ability to use our the wisdom and the understanding of how to use our creative journeys. And it all comes down our creative faculties. And it all comes down to the fact that a man or woman has to come to the realization and the acceptance of the truth that he is here to create. And therefore, he does not need to go anywhere to acquire the power of create uh, the power of, of creativity, but he is already born with it. And therefore, if you know that you are born with something, you are endowed with it, you will get up and begin to do things by the same powers that you know you have. That is the fact. That's the truth of life. And so if you look at even the whole world, any area, any, all the places that we have inventions, we have people that have created wonderful and beautiful things, you realize that most or if not all of these men came out of the poor and uneducated class because they stumbled upon the truth that I'm sharing with you and the truth that Marcus Gavi actually gave, gave that we are here to contribute in the creation of our maker, who, who is God. And our maker brought us here without actually giving us anything as intellectual thing that we have to do. And when we were, God created mankind, God never created a school. God never created a university. These are all human beings' inventions, which are good to carry us forward. But God created man with creative faculties. That is the truth of life. So the creative faculties is something that has been given to you. And even if we go into the Bible, we are told that God told Adam, when he placed him in the Garden, uh, garden of Eden, that this is the land that I'm, I'm giving to you. This is your garden. Keep it. Work it and keep it. Make sure it, everything works. And that is the creative faculties that God has given to mankind that we are supposed to use it to find or to figure things out and make things to improve our lives. So a human being is not here to accept things or to live at a default state. But unfortunately, Africans, we have come to accept, or we, we accepted life as a default state. Therefore, we did not do anything, or we only did little things to move ourselves forward. Most people will say, that it is the arrival of the Europeans, it is the arrival of this and that, that has distorted our development. That may be true, but it is half true. As a matter of fact, the Europeans, they went to Asia, they went to all other places, yeah, but those people are still using whatever their forefathers created, and they are even improving upon that. Go to India, go to China. But in Africa, what our forefathers did what have we been able to use or what have we been able to I mean do with that so the fact is you have a creative faculty but the ability to use this faculty at its highest level that matters regardless no man has the ability to sit on this part of your mind or your mentality no man has the ability to even see you only have to believe and have the determination that this is who I am. 
this is my role and therefore I am doing whatever it is I'm doing. And then you do it at a, a rudimentary level and then by the creative journey, by your creative faculties, you keep on improving upon it, upon it, upon it, upon it, and then it becomes something bigger that humanity enjoys. So when it comes to development in Africa, first, we have to become aware, we have to be educated about the role that we play, the role that we have in the universe. Development can never be bought. Development can never be begged. But unfortunately, what we are doing right now and what we've been doing is more or less thinking that we can buy development. We can use money. We can seek money from other places and use a foreign technology to build ourselves and make ourselves comfortable. It is a matter of uh, ignorance. And as a matter of fact, it's a fallacy. That has never happened. So long as God has given us our creative faculties, if we don't rise up to use our own minds to create things and do things from our perspective, that this is the African perspective, this is the African version of what we are doing, then we will never go forward. One, we are not supposed to be motivated by what other people have done. Or we are not supposed to, yeah, to be motivated by that. We are, we are to be motivated by the fact that we are creative beings. We have the creative faculty. And by our nature, we are by nature uh, uh, impelled to create and improve upon our lives. So when it comes to that one, we are only responding, we will only respond to our difficulties and challenges. A man or woman on, Afri on the African continent will sit down and look at this and say that, look, I have this, I have a mind, and I am going to devote my time, myself, my energy, everything to this, and I'm going to dwell upon it until I find a solution to that. These are the men and women that brings development. Such people, some of them even put their qualifications aside and pursue what they want to do. They know very well that there is a power working through them. There is a power that is working through them, which they only need to cooperate with that power, and everything in them will ignite such that they will improve upon their lives. No man has ever sat down for things to come to him or to him. No woman has ever sat down for things to come to him. They purposely they took the right actions. They took the right move. And then they created their own realities. So the man that created aeroplane, the faculty, the creative faculties in him as a white person, is the same creative faculties in the black and in all black people. The man that created car or any other things that we call developed or high technology. The faculty that person has is the same thing that we have as Africans. But the only thing that has brought us down is our ignorance about who we are and what we possess. We are creative beings. We are here to create. And therefore, this is the time that we have to come to this realization that all the things that surround us, all the difficulties, all the challenges that we are facing, they will not go away until we begin to use our creative 
faculties. And that is when the African begins to look for solutions to his or her own problems from his own perspective. He knows that other people have done it. Every man or woman, every man or woman that has invented anything in any part of the world was not responding to the world's problem. As a matter of fact, he was responding to the problems that he and his fellow men and women were facing at that time. And after they have solved their own problems, they developed it and became a worldview because we are all one. In the same way, if we do it from our perspective and use our creative genius, our creative faculties, but not just looking at it from the superficial level and make it of high quality, men and women all over the world will accept it and they will enjoy it. And that is when Africa will become known. And that is when Africa will be accepted as people who are living and contributing to the advancement and the growth of humanity. That is a truth for fact. So God and man created us what we are. And then it is our responsibility for us to use our own creative genius to create what we want to be. What you want to be can never be created by any man or woman for you. What we want to be collectively as Africans can never be created for us by any man or woman. They will only come and help us to, I mean, to tweak it here and that and that. But we are living in the situations. We are going through the situations. And therefore, it is our responsibility. There is a purpose. There is a reason that we have been placed on the African continent. And then we have been given all these difficulties. And until we use our minds to, to fulfill that purpose, we will never see any development. We can do all things. We can go about borrowing money and all those things. To do all these things, they will disappear. They will go away. Because it is not what, how it's supposed to be. So, my fellow African, listening to me, from wherever you find yourself, you are not powerless. You are powerful. Powerlessness comes as a result of our ignorance of who we, who we are and what we possess. Powerlessness. And who are those who demonstrate powerlessness? Powerlessness, any man or woman that appears to know or to be at his or her, her wit's end in times of situation, in times of trouble, is someone who has no power. Any man or woman who appears to have no clue, have no solution to his own life challenges is exhibit powerlessness. But the man or woman who sees that even though the problem is there, but I am going to rise up to, I'm going to rise up and, and look for a solution to it, that person has power. That is what we call power. And as he goes along, he will overcome the problem, the challenge, and then he is considered as powerful. So that is how powerful and powerlessness is. You can never, you can, the, the power that is given to politicians or whatever as the leaders or chiefs or whatever, that is not power. That is not power. That is power that is more of superficial from the man's perspective. What is, of, what, what is the importance of a man or woman called a president such that he and his people are not able to solve their own problem, but they have to go and beg. That is powerlessness. You can't solve your own problem. 
You can't deal with your own situation. That is powerlessness. So when you look at Africa, the whole Africa, we are demonstrating what is called powerlessness. Every situation that comes to us, we fall down, we fall apart, and only some people have to come and rescue us. And this is the time we have to change that order. And that order can only be changed by not, not through education necessarily, but teaching ourselves, encouraging ourselves, and showing our children how to use our creative faculties and to be more of creative people, but not intellectual people. That is the fact. That is the truth of life. So, God has given us everything that we need. And Africa, we find ourselves on the African continent with all these numerous challenges and problems, difficulties, for a reason. And until we begin to look for solutions to all these ones, one by one, we will keep ourselves trapped because that is not what we are here for. We are here to explore. We are here to overcome. We are here to use our minds to play with challenges and difficulties to bring out solutions. And so, my challenge for you today is that begin to look at your life as an individual and then begin to believe. Turn all your attentions to yourself and believe in yourself. Believe in the powers that God has given to you and believe that you are not here just to pass through the earth, but you are here for a certain purpose and work on that purpose and you will see that you will improve upon your own life and improve that of all other men and women. That is a fact. You are a powerful being, my fellow African. You are created in the image and the likeness of God. And God is a creator, and therefore you are a creator. God used his uh, uh, faculty, uh, creative faculty to create everything that we have in the universe. And that is the default value. That is the default state of everything. And then he gave us the command. Nature at the beginning gave command. God, that create or perish. And those who have created are enjoying those who have not created are perishing. So Africa, we are suffering. We are, look, we are underdeveloped. Development appears to be something as illusion, illusion or in, in our lives because we have left our creative faculties down that we are not using them. This is the time that we have to come to the reality. We have to come to this truth that to be developed, it has, it has nothing to do with academics necessarily. But it has, it has to do with you being aware of the fact that you have powers, you have creative powers, you have creative faculties, and begin to use them, exercise them. It doesn't matter how rudimentary your initial creations be. It is more of improvement, evolution. And as you go on, you get to a state that it will be a world order. I... Happens to, I mean, uh, discover this thing, uh, this um, video clip on the t on, on YouTube these days, these days. And as a matter of fact, that uh, is about a song. And that song, I once heard someone play, just passing by, and someone was playing, an African was playing that music, a Ghanaian. But as a matter of fact, I didn't really pay much attention to it. But I was actually uh, attracted to the. Um, the beats 
and the, the arrangement of everything in that song. So I just walked by, so I said, ah, this may be a very good song. So I didn't pay much attention. And then I was just on YouTube and it came, something, it just came that uh, Jerusalem Dance Challenge. And this Jerusalem uh, song, uh, as from the research I did, it was actually composed by, or it was created by one South African. He just, and according to the guy, he was just, um, he, he sat down when it just came upon him that he should create a beat. So he created this beat, and then she invited a friend, and as they were working on these things, those were Jerusalem or whatever. I'm not interested in the words, but it's more of what the, the, the song eventually became. And so they went on to create this, and then the, uh, the, 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 the music was produced. And then someone in Angola, a young man also took it and created and started dancing with that music and they, they became a group. And so they, make it, they made a video and on, the video came on YouTube and it became viral. And this song, as a matter of fact, to be honest, I like the beat, I like everything about the song. This song became a world view. The guy in, 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 in his own account, that when he was writing the beat and whatever he was doing, he told himself that he wanted that song to be spiritual. He wanted it to be in such a way that it would touch the mind and hearts of people. So he emotionalized it and put all his effort, everything that he was doing, he put into it. And this guy in South Africa and that, that those guys in Angola combined, they have taken over the whole world. As a matter of fact, I come through YouTube and you will see this song, this Jerusalem dance beat or whatever, being, uh, being, being used and danced almost everywhere, in London and everywhere. And it came to my mind that, okay, this is an African who has done something, and now this thing has caught fire the whole world. And so if someone has been able to use his mind to do this, this is not intellectuality. This is a young man, just a man, a guy who is more of a musician, just doing something, just trying to make uh, ends meet. And now, by his thoughtfulness and the, the kind of energy that he put into it, it is actually caught fire in the whole world. Such that people in businesses and other are forming groups and dancing to this Jerusalem dance beat or song. What would happen if an African put his mind down and create things and create something beautiful in relation to the African problem. And then we show it to the world. What will happen? The world will accept it. The world will accept it just as the world has accepted this song that I'm talking about. I think uh, the, the title of the song is Jerusalem. The world will accept it. The world is ready. The human heart is naturally drawn to something that is of high quality, something that the human being has put his creativity into it and made it in such a way that the human mind or eyes cannot pass by. And so when we talk of creativity, when we talk of development, that people are not buying the Af made African, made in Ghana, made in Nigeria, made in Tanzania, made in Uganda, South Africa things, it is because we are not exercising our creative faculties in its right way. 
even as we do this, we only have the mentality that we will do this and then share with other people that we believe they have the ability to make it better. And as a matter of fact, I don't know, no one has said it, but from my own thinking, this young man, young men that were dancing with plates and other things in their hands with this song, the video that they created and, and put it on YouTube, they did it with the mind that someone will see to, it to come and develop them. But as a matter of fact, their video has gone viral. But now, most people in the developed world would take this dance and the music and turn it to something that it would generate millions of dollars, saying that this young man and man, they would never attach it. But if they have taught it in such a way that they have created something more beautiful, they will go on to rip and rip and rip. What they have done is a success. But I'm using this song as an example uh, to prove to you, my fellow Africans, that when we begin to put more efforts, to put, to, be, uh, to put more thinking, using our creative faculties at a highest level, whatever thing that we will create, it will become a world order. Development that we are craving for is within us. It's with us right now. It is because we are not using our minds, we are not using our creative faculties at the level that it's supposed to be. And all comes down to the point that the African doesn't believe in himself. And as I was saying, there is enough evidence for me to prove this. I have seen and have read, I have heard of a few prototypes of things that have been created on the African continent, particularly in Ghana. I know of a few things in Ghana. When it was created, the Guineans thought they needed higher power. That is, people who are developed. So they pass all these things and take it to other uh, countries and they develop well. And these things never return to our soil. It will one day eventually come out that it is the uh, creation of this land that I know of a prototype of a can that was created in Kumasi that was taken to Netherlands or so. No one has ever heard of it. Because the, the black man doesn't believe in himself that he has the creative faculties that he himself can create something from the lowest level and develop it to a point that it will become a higher level. That is a fact. And so I'm using this song to, to actually to put this picture before you. The car that Harry Ford, Carl Benz, and all this is invented as their first versions. If you see the pictures, you will fall down, you will laugh and laugh and laugh and faint. But what did they do? They didn't take it to anywhere. It was them that they sat down, improved upon it, using their creativity, using their creativity to improve upon it, upon it that today we are where we are today. So this is the time that the African has to rise up. Our development, everything is in our hands. We have our peculiar challenges and difficulties. And if we find solutions to them, we will always will become a well order and other people will buy. Other people will buy into it. That is a fact. We shouldn't be so interested in looking for people to partner, but we should be interested in using our creative faculties in such a way that we will be the authorities behind whatever thing that is coming up. That is the greatest downfall of the African people. 
We are always looking for people to partner with us to make our things more genuine, authentic. But that is not the truth. You are given powers. You are given the creative powers to do, make your own things and make it work. The only thing you need is effort. The only thing you need is determination, persistence, and the ability to wait and improve upon this and upon this, upon it, upon it, until it becomes a reality. Until it becomes something that, yeah, the world will say yes. And even it doesn't end because if your product becomes the perfect, perfect that it cannot be improved upon, that means it is going out from the market. It has to be improved upon. And that is what even we are doing now. This cars and other things, they don't, every time, every year, they make a few changes to it, then they move on, they move on, they move on. So this is the time, this is the moment, this is the hour that the African has to begin to take his own rightful place in the universe. And that is by taking to our creative faculties. And once again, I would like to remind you of the words of Marcus Gavi, that God and nature first made us what we are and then out of our own creative genius we make ourselves what we want to be what do we want to be we have to make ourselves the africans we want to develop we have to use our creative genius to make ourselves develop there is no any other way and as a matter of fact the last time i used this uh, an, uh, example of where the locals in my country and the place I come from in Ghana, they use cow dunks and gravels. They mix these things and they use it to make concrete. What will happen that if Africans will research into this and see how best we can create our own asphalt by using this local and free product that we are getting, such that we make it and perfect it in such a way that we take this thing even to the laboratory to make it, in, make it to the extent that it's so wonderful that men and women travel to come and see. It will become a world order. The bitumen and all these things that we are finding so expensive to buy, we will no longer buy them, but we will create it ourselves. Bitumen and all the cement and whatever were created by people. How did they do it? They use their creative faculties. So it is just a matter of they I mean, looking for a solution to their own problems, they came out with cement, they came out with bitumen and all these things. Why can't we also come out with our own version of all these things based on our circumstances? What we have, what we have, and what we already know that our forefathers started with. This is just one example. Go through the continent of the African of the, of the yeah, go through uh, the whole African continent, and you will see that every local community, they have something that they started with. But the black man never believed himself. The proposition that we uh, it was the Europeans that came to distorted area, it is uh, mathematically false. The fact is that if you believe in yourself and you know what you're doing, any man or woman who brings something to you, you only look at it and adapt to it. Or maybe you say, I don't like it. They never sat on our minds. They never sat on the minds of our forefathers. It was the Africans who cheaply deserted what they were doing and then took on to someone's way of life. It is just like uh, some goats or sheep who has been given banana and cassava and all these things. So they do not want to eat grass anymore. They used to chew grazed grass. 
but as they have been introduced to something, they don't want to eat it because they don't have the mentality, they don't have the ability to think. But we are human beings, and we have the ability to think. So I'm under development. Whatever thing that we are, we are not getting on our continent, it's not coming from the arrival of the Europeans or whatever. It is coming from the African's inability to use his own creative faculties. And it also comes to the point that we do not have the faith that believe in our own powers. Any man or woman that believes in what, who, what he or she is made of will always, will always stand upon it and use it to improve upon his life, him or her life, his or her life. That is the truth of life. So this is the time that we have to wake up Africans. We, are, we have a place, we have a role in the universe. And our role is to use our creative faculties. Is to use our creative, our creative faculties, our creativity to make things work in our lives. Intellectuality is good. It has its own place. But we have depended on it for far too long. It is time that, this is the time that we have to balance it with creativity. Our attention should be turned on to creativity. And the creativity is within, is within you. It is something that is already inbuilt. And you only have to access it, harness it, and make it real. And when our creativity begins to be real in our life, we will no longer go and ask for support. We will no longer go and ask for help. But we will stand on and create our own things and show it to the world that, Yes, this is what the son and the daughter of Africa has made. And that is what we have done with our powers, with our creative powers. So that is my message for you. This is the time that we have to wake up. This is the time that we have to rise up. Young men and women, I always appeal to you. I do not necessarily worry myself about leaders. The leaders don't have solutions to our problems. They will never have it because the way they are going, they will never have it. Whatever people that you see as the powerful people, whatever, whichever way they are going, they will never have solutions to our problems. But the solutions to Africa's problems, wherever you are, is within you, the ordinary person, you, the commoner, you, the young man. Rise up and begin to use your mental faculties. Use your creativity and use it at its highest level. And whatever thing that you put into the world, the world will dance and celebrate it. Just as this South African sat in his room and created a beat and a song, that it has become a worldview. That is the truth of life. And one thing that I'm leaving in your mind, I want you to engrave it in your mind, is that the human heart and the human mind is always receptive and attracted like bees to honey to things that creativity has been used at its highest level. And that is the only way. And another point is that development is not in other people. The development of any group of people is in the people themselves. And that is when they begin to use their creative faculties at its high level. 
And that is what Marcus Gavi perfectly gave, us, gave to us, that God in nature first made us what we are. And then, out of our own creative genesis, we make ourselves what we want to be. Whatever we want to be Africans, we want to be developed, we want to be uh, superpowers, those things will never happen. It will never happen in our life until we use our creative faculties to create and to transform our lives. And that is why the Bible says that be ye transformed by the renewal of your mind. So we will transform our lives. We will transform our continents, our nations, only by the renewing of our minds. And that is by using our creative faculties and always improving upon whatever we have done and move them to another and a higher level. That is my message for you. Now, may the overshadowing presence of God that keeps the stars from fall, in the open from falling on us and that keeps the planets in their orbit such that they do not fall upon, they do not clash with one another. Keep you, lead you, and guide you. Such that you have an open mind and a receptive heart for this message. And it's such that this message will fall on a fertile ground. And all of us will work together to the, for the, towards the creation of the Africa that we desire, Africa that is developed. Once again, my name is Emmanuel Kujumensa, and I am the co founder of the Eagle Mentality Group. At Eagle Mentality Group, we dedicate ourselves and time to the teaching and propagation of the information about the power of the subconscious mind and the, the universal laws and principles that all men and women knew that, used, that they used to create and develop their lands. Our determination is to create a new group of Africans who think and do things in a different way, in alignment with the laws of the universe such that we will create an Africa, an Africa that is developed from within, an Africa that has been developed by Africans and created all our wonders and beautiful things, such that it has become an attraction to all men and women from all walks of life, such that we will create a diverse and a multiracial Africa. It is time, this is the time that we have to rise up as Africans to work towards the creation of a multiracial and a diverse continent or group of people on the African continent. As it is, Africa is only inhabited by only black people and this is the time that we have to break that cycle such that we will demonstrate the glory and the beauty of God on the continent of, the Afri on the continent of Africa which is diversity. Thank you and God bless you.